This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hold up. That's right, on the block, a happy Wednesday to you and yours. Welcome in to 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Austin Norman. He's nine-year NBA veteran, Husker Hall of Famer, Eric Strickland. And with us again today, much to our delight and to yours as well, Kenny Wilhite back in the building. Glad to have him back along for the ride. Strick, as I finish getting everything set up here, tell everyone what they can get at Mary Ellen's. They can get some great catfish and ribs and meatloaf and spaghetti and yams and greens and mashed potatoes and i mean i could go on and on but it's mary ellen's food for the soul and charles stricky will be out there sometime today before the game tonight i will be coming through to have a taste of that succulent great food that's sitting on my plate when i arrive so i'm going out there today Love Come it. out there and say what's up if you want to. Um, you know, right after after block is finished, Stricky will probably go out there and then maybe have a cigar before I go down and see what the Huskers are going to do tonight. It's a 6 o'clock tip for Nebraska and Northwestern, so that's plenty of time for you to stop by after on the block, get yourself a good plate of stuff at Mary Ellen's. Huge thanks to Charles and the crew uh, for sponsoring the show. Could not uh, do it without them. What do we got on tap today on the block? What we're going to get into, what's a Hall of Famer? DP... Uh, doesn't think Scott Rowland is, or isn't sure that he is. Andrew Jones, he thinks, should be in. So we'll, we'll get into that. Regardless of sport, what makes a Hall of Famer? The NFL released its uh, postseason awards finalists. Uh, the MVP list is out. Offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, coach of the year, all of that. Uh, we'll get the takes on that. We will play the shootout. Uh, it is Major League Baseball focused specifically on the Hall of Fame. Uh, hour number three, then we'll talk about some Nebraska recruiting, what that looks like, and also chat chat with Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. So, yesterday, Scott Rowland, the only player inducted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame uh, by the Baseball Writers Association of America. DP didn't like it. He said that uh, Scott Rowland didn't look like a Hall of Famer to him. Andrew Jones did. That's an interesting one, because if you dig into the numbers, at least for me, Scott Rowland has that. He's been compared to you know, Nolan Arenado for his generation. That's just one specific example. If you look at the numbers, yes, Scott Rowland's a Hall of Famer. But you say the name Scott Rowland to me, he doesn't sound like a Hall of Famer. Right. I don't think first ballot, oh yeah, this guy's great. And right. I know it took him a while to get there. He just doesn't strike me as you know one of the greats of all time. And that's to me where, at least when I look at Hall of Fame voting, you have to take into account the numbers because sometimes they'll surprise you but you also have to look at what does this guy mean for the sport how big a position does he hold in the history of the game can you tell you know the story of the sport without him there's a balance there that i think a lot of people aren't able to reach regardless of the sport they're covering straight man uh, the the thing about that is you know there there's definitely a lot of fans there's a lot of people a lot of purists um that were a little disappointed but um you know per 
the MLB network, you know, rolling, hit the 75% threshold. Um, and then the questions start to come in is to, you know, what is the criteria for re- reaching that threshold? And, and you're absolutely right. Roland, you know, he played for the Cardinals, the Blue Jays, uh, the Reds. Um, he had a pretty solid career. He's a seven-time MLB All-Star, an eight-time Golden Glove winner, um, and then he won a series in 2006. So when you when you when you look at those things, you know those are solid. He was a solid contributor. He he made impact in in the game, and then it just it it it's where how do you come to that determination? And you know those are some of the things that people look at. I mean, I, I also thought Todd Todd Helton was solid. You know, in his mm-hmm. time and the stint that he had with the Rockies and. And, um, you know, I, I don't know too much about Wagner, but definitely uh, Andrew Jones is somebody to consider going down the road. But, I mean, the numbers start to shrink because, you know, you, you've already went through <laughs> the big boys, the big names. Um, the one that I still think that disappoints me is um, a Cincinnati Red uh, great. Um, mine just drew a blank. Pete, Pete Rose, Rose. Mm-hmm. I, I I understand I understand the you know the significance of what he did but he did have that type of impact on all-time the game. hits leader you know what I mean so you know I, I hate that the same thing I look at Barry Bonds I'm like uh, that, that's really disappointing to me that you know you have just an inkling of you know, an issue in the time in the latter half of your time there, it, that should nullify um, your full body of work uh, throughout your whole career. And there's others that kind of come to mind, but but those are two that I think I, I just I just hate that. I mean, we're 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 so we're so judgmental sometimes. Um, you know, people make mistakes, and I think I, I we really do. People do make mistakes, and you know, yes, you you regret them. Yes, you know, it it, it it's a hurt, it's a detriment in ways. But at the same time, it shouldn't nullify the, the your full body of work and and what you have put to the game. That's just my opinion. That's the way I look at it. I second what he said. You know, people gonna make mistakes. Yeah. You got to be able to move on from them. You have to take it into account, yeah, because you yeah. can't tell the story without you know bringing up the mistakes. But also, like like Barry Bonds was a great player before he ever exactly. was accused of steroids, exactly. anything like that. Roger Clemens, same way, dude exactly. pitched forever. Yeah, it was good before the steroids. They just helped him extend his career, just extend the career mm-hmm. exactly. And that's that's what the part that that hurts me. I mean, but here's the crazy thing: everybody was doing it dang near. <laughs> Yes, in some form yeah. or fashion, and, and 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 it's the same thing. I think when you look at collegiate sports, right? There are only certain teams that get hit with harsh penalties and get thrown under the bus. But there's a lot more people that mm-hmm. are in that game. You know what I mean? They choose someone to make an example. Yes, of. and I'm like, come on, man, y'all. You know, you know, if if you're gonna if you're gonna throw throw guys under the bus or people under the bus, let, you know, let's open up the the treasure trove and you start <laughs> you gotta you gotta you can't just you know limit people mm-hmm. in that space that's the way i feel i you know i just it, it may not be right okay but i just you know, it's my opinion so you think guys like clemens kurt Schilling, i think comes to mind as well he's another one they they seem like they talked their way out of the hall of fame more so than their numbers it didn't stack up and that's what's weird because well, break that down for me talk their way what it, what? How? So Roger Clemens, when he went to Congress, trying to be all buddy buddy and testifying the, the Starbucks cup and everything. See, that's what I'm saying. It. It's because it's because you don't agree with his 
his mm-hmm. his maybe his political affiliation. That's his the chilling issue. His in a his, lot of ways. his political and thoughts. He's just a jerk sometimes. And, and 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 okay, but you know, everybody outside of that that baseball realm, mm-hmm. everybody has a life. Everybody has something that they do, and if it doesn't, is it, if it's not agreeable to those or the powers that be or those that are writing, then that shouldn't shun you from what their criterias are that have been met. What their body of work. Yeah. Right, yeah. because your resume is what you put out on the field. Period. Like yes. you said you know, with, with high school kids, your resume is what you put on the field. Yes. That's how you should be evaluated. But at the same time, I don't think we can just look at just that because there could be plenty of guys who hit certain benchmarks because we can't just set you get X number of hits, X number of touchdowns, uh, shoot this percentage for your career, and you're a Hall of Famer automatically. It can't just be by the numbers because there would be plenty of guys who would hit those benchmarks that don't feel like a Hall of Famer. They didn't make that big an impact on the game in their era. And that, to me, is the tricky part, is how you balance that. And it seems like there are some cases that are you know more cut and dry, but can I ask you a question? Please. Can I ask you a question? Please. Can I ask you a question? Yes. One of the greatest linebackers of all time had tremendous off-the-field issues. Lawrence Taylor. Is he in the Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I mean it's, it just, but, but what happens is, is baseball, in the eyes of, of the beholders or those who are around the games, are so purist in their... <laughs> in their mindset and their thinking that it doesn't allow space for people to live and have mistakes or dealing with, you know, life. And when you're retired, you know, you deal with home issues and issues that you hadn't really had all the time that, and then things sometimes happen in that, in those transitions. And I just think that we've got to, um, we've got to kind of get off that, you know, that high horse because let's be real. A lot of us that are listening, a lot of us even in this room, to include myself, I tell kids all the time. I tell, and, and I mean this, and, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna broaden this scale. When I speak to kids, young men, or go and, and speak to troubled youth or those who have, you know, had to go to jail, I, I tell them, I say, um, there's really no difference between you. And me. Oh, there's a difference. You played in the NBA, boo. You made this, and you made this. I said, yeah, yeah, that is true. I said, but here's the thing. The difference between me and you is that I, you got caught and I didn't. It ain't that I didn't do stuff. It ain't that I didn't have problems. I'll give you one instance. There was one instance and and I'm going to, I'm going to be very transparent today because I really want understanding in this, in this specific realm. Um, When I was in high school, none of us are supposed to be drinking. Right. But I, I, you know, I was a very mature kid, so I hung out with college you know folks and so forth and so there was times where you know i'd find myself in a you know college event partaking and i might have partake one party i went to got busted okay the police came in there and this could have been a trajectory change of my whole career this is right before i'm i'm the guy at bellevue west we rolling we doing you know i'm doing big things you know second all time in scoring all of these things are happening but they busted the party and they're taking people out. People asking, hey, how old are you? What's your birthday? Blah, blah. People lying. He came to me and he said, um, son, uh, I said, sir, my name is Eric Strickland and I should not be here. He said, thank you for telling the truth, son. You can leave. I said, whoa. So so it ain't it ain't that I'm clean. 
I could have been, that could have been a whole trajectory change for my whole career right then. But that's what I'm saying. I had problems too. I've had issues. I've went through things. I've had situations that could have been changed, but nonetheless, you know, I didn't. We all have. Yeah. We all have. And that's what I'm saying about people. I'm like, come on now, everybody, if we threw your story on the billboard or we threw your situation on the movie screen, all y'all ain't pure. Everybody ain't no. pure. So that's a, that's what I'm saying. Let's 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 give a little bit of you know grace. And you go back to baseball, Daryl Strawberry. Yeah. Gooden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. The stuff they went through, the stuff they did. Yeah. I mean, shoot, there was an era in basketball where, uh, shoot, everybody was, uh, you know, on something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> that's, just, that's just my thought, man. Yeah, it, but I know, we, I know we can't dig into this one too deep because we got to take a break, but, but uh, well, there's more to come. One thing for Kenny, though, like you, you've worked with high school kids. You've mm-hmm. talked to them. I don't think any of them want to be judged by that one moment they made as a kid. No. Right, and that's not fair to them. No one does. No one does. Yeah. As, if you're a mentor there. You're in that space. Why do you, how do you work the kid through that, where they're worried about it? They did something. How do you talk to the kid through that, that First situation? and foremost, I just tell them to be transparent. You know, tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, like he said, some people are forgiven, some aren't. You know, as long as you didn't go out and commit a murder right. or a robbery. Right. You know, do anything negative to a female. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be okay. Whether it's, if it's drinking or stuff like that, you should be okay. You shouldn't be judged on it as a kid. You, you're still a kid. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good advice for people moving forward as well. Because, yes, they're grown-ups. Yes, they have, you know, should have better decision-making capabilities. But second chances, right? You blew your second chance, that's on you. Yes. But everyone needs a second chance. Everybody. Everybody, yes. everybody deserves one, at deserves least. One. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Speaking of deserve, who deserves NFL MVP? Who deserves Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, all those awards. The finalists were announced today. We will uh, get the smart guys' thoughts on that when we return here to On the Block.